Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we talk about managing cloud risk with sponsor Fortinet. Fortinet recently announced its new 40CNP product. It collects and correlates security findings, alerts, and other data from cloud native services. It analyzes vulnerabilities and looks for misconfigurations and more. Our guide to 40CNP is Lior Cohen. He is Senior Director of Product Management, Cloud Native Security Products at Fortinet. Uh, Lior, welcome to the podcast. And so let's dive right into 40CNP. What is it? Because when I read about it, it reminded me kind of a, of a seam, but for, for cloud native services. Is that a useful way to think about it? Yeah, it does collect information from both cloud native security services as well as from uh, Fortinet uh, cloud security products. But the big difference between uh, 40CNP and a SIM would be that it uh, really provides a resource-oriented workflow versus a uh, uh, event-oriented workflow that you'll see in a sim. So a sim, you'll kind of get a bunch of events and then correlate between the events and, and events would, would trigger kind of an action. Whereas on 40CMP, you'll proactively look into your environment and you identify uh, based on the different resources, kind of the, all the different events that are related to that resource, all the current state of uh, security posture associated with that resource. And you correlate all this information in order to prioritize the resources with the highest uh, level of risk. So you can go ahead, dive into these resources and take action to remediate vulnerabilities and mitigate risk. Okay, so what kind of information is it collecting and from what kind of cloud services? Good question. And uh, essentially, any cloud security service that's out there, so the cloud providers make these services super easy to turn on, right? Uh, whether it's a, a Microsoft Defender or whether it's a, a Amazon Inspector, Amazon Guard Duty, just a click of a button and it's there. So we're really looking to collect from the cloud uh, environment all the vulnerability data of the resources, uh, the different threats that are detected uh, through the cloud control plane, the permissions data, uh, sensitive information, pretty much any security data that will cloud provider will provide us. And uh, from within the customer uh, cloud account context, we'll collect that. We've built a very flexible data model that knows how to uh, really kind of take all that information, normalize it, and assign it a uh, mm -hmm. consistent kind of risk score. So we're taking all that information and then kind of building that around a graph to represent the risk score for every resource. Okay. So then I get the sort of prioritization of, you know, I've got X number of alerts coming in or problems coming in, but you're helping me figure out these are the ones I should prioritize. Exactly. So we're kind of taking these different uh, security findings, uh, putting them in the context of like these relate to a specific resource. A resource can be like a database. It could be like a, a certain storage bucket. It could be uh, a virtual machine or a container uh, pod. And uh, so all the different findings that relate to this specific resource will be uh, aggregated and correlated into that resource and will impact the risk score for that resource. So you can then say, okay, this resource has more findings that are more important. And I'll definitely be spending more time on figuring out a best way to help and provide my kind of production team guidance on how to remediate the findings that I'm seeing for this resource. So if I'm already using Microsoft Defender or an Amazon or multiple Amazon security services, why would I want another layer on top of it as opposed to just going into sort of the, the native console that the AWS or Azure is giving me? Yeah, so a lot of what we've been hearing from our customers is that uh, they have just a bunch of desperate kind of set of tools, uh, and they don't necessarily know how to correlate the information between these tools. And uh, most of them are providing them that kind of event-driven workflow, so it's hard for them to take proactive actions. So many of our customers, they have 40 gates in the cloud, they have uh, 40 web, web application firewalls, they would have uh, some kind of uh, cloud-native a set of tools out there as well for uh, both kind of uh, looking at their vulnerabilities, at threats that are uh, um, seen in their environment. 
but they don't have a way to look at all these things together. Really what 40CNP helps them do is, is kind of put, collect all that information together, get the kind of best value out of the information they're getting, but really correlate that into resource-specific insights so they can kind of look into that resource and say, okay, this is what actually I want to take because, again, it's not like one event uh, that's uh, totally disjointed from others. It's just like all these events coming together mm-hmm. around a specific resource. Okay. So how would I deploy this? Am I essentially spinning up a compute instance in my favorite public cloud and and running this application or is there some other method? Yeah, this is a fully SaaS um, product. So it's uh, running in the cloud. Uh, And essentially what you would need to give it is a very minimal set of permissions to only read uh, the information from your cloud infrastructure. So and only collect information from your cloud infrastructure. So even you don't need to give it to like a very over permissive role or anything in your cloud environment, mm-hmm. uh, super low friction, just kind of let it consume and ingest the data from your cloud environment and from your coordinate tools. And uh, you're off to go and you have a very uh, good, rich view of your overall cloud infrastructure. Okay. So it's offered as SaaS, so I don't have to worry about, you know, setting up the service myself. Exactly. Okay, I just provision the credentials and off you go and start. So you mentioned you're you're, you're collecting information. Does it, do I need agents on the resources I want to draw data from, or is it streaming telemetry? How is information getting into your SaaS service? So uh, maybe part of kind of the point I mentioned before is that the cloud native security services are, are extremely easy to turn on and enable, and that's why many customers really like them. Uh, we're we're really taking uh, kind of that benefit and extending it to also uh, the security team. So what often happens is that the production team that's running the workload in the different cloud subscriptions or accounts, uh, they'll kind of have a certain um, permission to kind of turn things on in their environment, but they wouldn't be going into an elaborate process of installing an agent, but they, what they would do very easily is turn on a cloud native tool. uh, And that uh, what we're doing here is we're not requiring an agent. We're actually utilizing the cloud native services that do not require an agent either. Uh Uh, and helping the security guy very easily communicate with uh, the production teams and tell them, hey, just turn on that service. And then we're giving them that level of telemetry. So he gets that telemetry without an agent because he's using the cloud native tools. But then again, all the information that these cloud native tools are creating is consumed by uh, a very user-friendly security operator, security engineer-friendly uh, product, uh, which is a 40CNP. So he can then kind of analyze, correlate, look at the information kind of a little deeper and then provide very uh, specific guidance to these production teams that have the uh, ability to go ahead and remediate. So yeah, uh, short answer is uh, we do not require an agent uh, and really kind of taking the, the approaches based on like taking the benefit out of the turning on of these cloud-native tools. Okay, so let's talk about capabilities then. What what capabilities do I get as a security professional by running uh, 40CNP? So we've spoken with, uh, again, customers and looked at their feedback. And most of the feedback was like where they spend most of the time is on improving their security posture, their security controls in the cloud. And really what 40CNP helps them do is make these decisions of where they need to improve their controls in the most educated and knowledgeable way uh, and most informed way, because again, they get information from uh, their existing investments in Fortinet, 40Gate, 40 uh, web. Uh, they get information from the, again, vulnerability information. They get information from uh, kind of configuration risk assessments. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get information from threats in the cloud, kind of 
control plane, uh, they get a very broad set of information. We also scan data for malware uh, in their environment and kind of the connectedness of all these pieces of information into kind of specific actionable insights is what will be like, okay, the security guy is like, okay, I'm sitting in front of this thing. It's all prioritizing the resources that I have ahead of me and I know where to spend most of my time. So what it really, the big value is it kind of saves a lot of time on triage and helps them see, okay, this is the resource that has presents the most risk in my environment. I want to spend the time on figuring out exactly what are the remediation actions my team needs to make on for this resource. Okay. I assume that that misconfigurations feature, I think, is good because, you know, there's sort of the canonical example of the uh, Amazon S3 bucket that's just exposed to the internet and you don't want that. Misconfiguration is very important. We're also starting to see uh, permissions is becoming a very important aspect as well. So we're mm-hmm. going to be integrating with the cloud native tools that actually analyze uh, over per- like over permissive roles in cloud accounts. So yeah, pretty much, uh, and again, more than anything, it's the correlation of things of like, yes, there is this misconfigured bucket that has right access to something, but there's also this resource that continuously writes into that bucket. So I wanna make sure like the, the, these things that, uh, how they play together have a, a, a very significant impact on my overall security posture and the risk of my cloud infrastructure. And again, then you're also doing that correlation aspects so that if I'm trying to triage something, I, instead of having to go pull, you know, logs or whatever from various sources, it's all right in front of me. And you've also come up with some way to kind of normalize it and give it a, a risk score. Exactly. So what we're doing is uh, in each environment, we're collecting all these information and we have proprietary patent pending risk score algorithm. We're taking each and every security finding alert piece of information that we find, we assign, we put it into a normalized data structure and we assign it a score. Scores are then uh, really uh, calculated together into a normalized score that goes from zero to a hundred. So every, every environment will have a zero to a hundred and you'll always know what are the highest risk or resources in your environment. And you'll be able to also normalize that across multiple different types of clouds, across multiple different types of uh, cloud accounts, and also apply some custom modifiers, such as like, if it's a production environment, you may want to apply a 200% modifier. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's a, a business critical application, you may also want to uh, uh, provide and kind of modify it by an additional 150%. But if it's a sandbox environment, you may want to modify and reduce it down to 20% value. So we, we also provide some uh, the ability for customers to do their own customization. And yeah, so it's kind of custom and tailored for their environment so they really can spend time where it most matters to them versus like something very canonical. And it sounds like you are targeting this then for the security team as opposed to say a networking team or even a DevOps team. Totally. And then more often than not, we're hearing the security team are like, okay, we've been told that we have these other uh, cloud environments now to secure and monitor. And they're like, okay, well, what tools are there there? What type of workloads are there, et cetera. And uh, they're, sometimes it's just like they're, they're already so busy and uh, <laughs> hard for them to keep up with things. So it's just, oh, they just got another uh, toy to play with. So exactly for these guys, it's like, okay, here's a, a one tool that can help you have consistent workflows across your environment, uh, but also uh, kind of not go through the struggles of implementing uh, specific tools for each one of your different environments, but utilize some of the cloud native tools or your investments in kind of network security products from Fortinet to p- provide you that consistent view of risk across your different environments. So you've mentioned workflows. Uh, is is the system then saying not only we found a problem, but here's potential steps to remediate? 
So right now we're not uh, providing that in a very uh, proactive way, but uh, in the same way that we're calculating risk and uh, associating like what are the bigger concentrations of risk to this resource, we're going to uh, over time uh, reverse that algorithm and actually say, okay, if you remediate this piece of uh, this kind of source of a bunch of uh, like a high concentration of risk that will contribute to kind of reducing the risk in the most uh, effective way. So we're gonna do that over time, but right now it's more uh, like we're we're still kind of keeping the security guy busy with uh, making the best security recommendations for the remediation part. We're just kind of really helping him uh, focus on where it has the most impact on the organization right now. Right. I mean, at this point, with the way things are with multi-cloud deployments, just getting that visibility on what resources are out there, what are the potential risks to those resources, just having that in one place seems like it could be pretty useful. Yeah. And and again, that's most of what we're hearing from customers. But again, also like for each different vulnerability, for each different misconfiguration, for each different uh, kind of aspect here, this uh, VM has access to PI information and it has this permissions for each one of these elements that all together construct the overall kind of risk uh, score for that resource. There's a different remediation action that's needed. Uh, The the ability to kind of bring it all into, okay, here's the one thing that will really impact and remediate risks across all these different categories is still something that we're, that needs uh, to work. But again, most of the time, if you look at it today, that security professionals are spending on is really identifying where they want to spend their time, which is kind of absurd sometimes. Right. So the fact that you're delivering this as SaaS makes me think that I'm essentially getting, you know, kind of one dashboard to look at multiple cloud instances, whether within, you know, a public cloud or across public clouds. Is that the idea or is it I have to like jump into my AWS console or then jump into my Azure console, et cetera? We're totally agnostic. So you're getting one dashboard that will prioritize all of your resources across all clouds regardless and across all cloud accounts regardless. You also have a way to group different resources into a single group. So you may have uh, the rare case of you'll having like a single uh, application that runs across multiple clouds, like the data portion is in one part, uh, analytics portion in another part. You can tag them all together, like using a consistent tagging mechanism, and we can group them into a resource group. And you'll mm-hmm. even be able to see that resource group across, regardless of what cloud it's on and have a specific score assigned to that resource group. But again, we're totally agnostic in that way of uh, representing and providing you a consistent workload across the clouds. They're all, all resources are prioritized based on their relative um, risk score, regardless of what cloud environment they're at, uh, and kind of the, group, the resources are grouped in the best way that kind of you decide that makes the most sense for you. Uh, obviously, over time, we're adding more and more functionality across different clouds, and uh, we've uh, probably, I mean, at, at some point, uh, we'll, we'll get to like full parity across all kind of integration with all the cloud native services across all the clouds. Okay, so let's ask what public clouds it integrates with. We've mentioned AWS and Azure. Is that what I have for now? So in terms of ingesting um, cloud-native security services, right now uh, we support AWS and Azure. So we support Amazon Inspector, Amazon GuardDuty, AWS Security Hub, uh, Microsoft Defender for Cloud, both on the CWPP side as well as uh, uh, on the vulnerability um, assessment side. Um, we provided some custom kind of onboarding uh, modifications that make it very easy and streamlined to onboard uh, these, these services on AWS and, and turn, 
them on across your environments. And we're going to be uh, providing similar um, kind of ease of use, ease of onboarding enhancements on Azure this year as well. Uh, right now, uh, the product is also offered through the uh, AWS Marketplace. So it's also easy from a procurement uh, perspective. Uh -huh. uh, and on GCP is something we're kind of ongoing working on, but definitely plan to um, provide kind of the integration with the security command center and all the threat detection and other capabilities on uh, GCP. One of the most exciting enhancements I think we're going to be adding this year is going to be around uh, the different identity protection and uh, uh, DLP features across all the different clouds as we add this these types of findings into the data model. Well, we're out of time. I think there's probably more we could talk about here. So uh, if we've uh, piqued folks' interest, uh, Lior, where should they go to get more details? Uh, so yeah, uh, for more information, much more information, uh, head out to uh, www.fortinet.com uh, backslash uh, 40CMP and uh, you'll see a bunch of more information. Also access to a uh, free trial on uh, the AWS Marketplace. Okay, that's Fortinet.com slash 40CNP. Uh, Lior, thanks for joining us. And always thanks to Fortinet for sponsoring Packet Pushers. Sponsorship enables us to do what we do, which includes a network of free technical podcasts along with our community blog. You can find it all at PacketPushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at Packet Pushers. Find us on LinkedIn, hear us on Spotify. And if you'd be so kind, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.